0: You're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. PBK Bank has locations in Stanford, Danville, Mount Vernon, Junction City, and Houstonville. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. The People's Bank since 1906. pbkbank.com Show starts in 3, 2, 1.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to the Twelfth Region Sports Podcast. We are joined now by a very special guest, Miss Tori Robertson from Somerset Lady Briar Jumpers. Tori, how are you?
2: Great. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. And I've been wanting to get Tori on for quite a while. This is—I've uh, been trying to get her for a couple weeks, but she's a busy person. Like she's she keeps <laughs> she said that. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I missed this. I had to work. So Tori, you told me that earlier that you had that you were working. So where do you work at now?
2: I work at Summer Splash, the water park in Somerset. You work lifeguard. at Summer
1: Splash. Sorry, are you a lifeguard? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what year? Are you going to be a junior or senior at Somerset? I'll
2: be a junior this year.
1: You'll be a junior. Okay. Yeah. So, Tori, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, like uh, you play soccer there for Somerset. Uh, what position do you play?
2: I play center mid, but sometimes my team needs me to play defense. But I'm mainly center mid, but sometimes you'll see me drop back at center back.
1: Okay so for some people like me who are completely don't understand soccer whatsoever I like watching it but I cannot I don't understand it whatsoever so when you say center mid like tell me what that means like what what is your responsibilities and and you know is there a certain part of the field that you can or cannot go to
2: Yeah okay so the field is divided up into three sections the defensive section the midfield and then the attackers. I'm in the midfield, so I drop back and play defense and I'm up with the attackers. So I'm in the middle okay. of the field.
1: OK, so you can't you can't actually go to, you know, the other end of the field, like towards the towards your goal. Correct. Yeah. You can, can. only stay midfield and then defense.
2: I can play pretty much anywhere as a center mid.
1: OK. OK. Yeah. So tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, Tori. You know, what's uh, where'd you first find the love of soccer? And, and is it something you've been playing since you were a kid?
2: I've always played soccer. I grew up playing soccer at summer sports since I was three, I think, but uh-huh. I didn't start actually playing club soccer until I was seven. So, so I started you... taking it more seriously when I was seven. I played with Kentucky Rush boys up until I was about thirteen or fourteen, and then I started playing with our girls team. Okay, so, so you played
1: soccer. with you played with the boys teams up until you were twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So what's the, how's the, you know, I know there's a little difference, but how has that helped you, uh, you know, how has that helped you playing with the boys' team, you know, transition over to now playing, you know, at the varsity level at high school and also on your club team?
2: Oh, I definitely think it's helped my game. I mean, it was hard competition. I played defense for them. So whenever I grew up and went to play for the girls' middle school team, that's when I started attacking and playing in the midfield. But, yeah, I definitely think it helped my game a lot.
1: So, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about last season. And you guys ended yes. up making the regional championship game. Is that correct? Yes. Against Westman. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're on another level. That's, that's yeah. one thing I do know about. That's yeah. They're on another level. But, you know, I'm sitting here looking at your stats from last year. And, you know, outside of Grace Bruner, who you guys lost as last year, we'll talk about that a little bit. But, you know, you got you had 18 scores and you had mm-hmm. 11 assists. So – I find that fascinating when it comes to you know the, to have that many assists in a in in a whole season. Like I know where I'm, I'm more familiar with basketball when it comes to the assist part. But you know, talk to me a little bit about how hard it is to have an assist in soccer because I, th- I find that very really hard. Like I, th- I seem that's more difficult <laughs> yeah. than any other sport.
2: Um, a lot of my assists were crosses to Grace, Brenner, or Haley Combs, and they would head it in from, like, a corner or a wide cross. But a lot of my game is also just through balls, and it was nice to have Grace up there to finish a lot of them.
1: Yes, and so you, you guys did do end up losing Grace uh, from last season. You, you lost yes. Haley, too, as well, right? Yes. So and Haley you ended up transferring, I believe. But, uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, your upcoming season. I know you guys are are about to start your season next week, I believe. So how's the preparation been going so far?
2: Yeah, from last season to this season, I think we graduated 10 or 11 seniors and I think six of those were starters. So it's (laughs) a completely different team this year. But. I'm actually really confident in us still. We played a preseason scrimmage last night against Wayne County and we looked really good. We won 10 to 1. But I'm pretty confident about this season, honestly.
1: So, I'm going over your schedule here just a little bit. You actually opened the season uh August the 7th. You play home against Boyle County.
2: Yes. Um uh, probably be our toughest game this season.
1: Yeah, Boyle. the I'm familiar with a little bit of the Boyle County Girls program. They're and they're pretty competitive. Uh you also, also play Casey County uh you would go to Garrett County Danville and I'm just going to name these out here off the top of my mm-hmm. head you don't have to remember them but uh Pulaski County Madison Central North Laurel Berea Taylor County Southwestern Lincoln Wayne County Pulaski Corbin Mercer, Mercer Madison Southern Casey County and South Laurel that out of those names right there and help us understand who Who's the toughest matchups of those, you know, out of the schedule you've seen so far? And who's some, you know, who's some teams that, that you will be able to push yourselves against?
2: Uh, toughest ones you named are probably Boyle and Madison Southern, in my opinion. But yeah. um, Pulaski is always a good game just because they're cross Oh, yeah. it's
1: yeah. That, that Pulaski, <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's, there's, I've been a part of the West East uh, robberies. I've been a part of the Boyle Danville robberies as I am now. And, you know, the Boyle Lincoln robberies are, are getting that way, but mm-hmm. there's something different about the Pulaski Southwestern yeah. Somerset. So, do you know who the Barstool Somerset is? Because no, <laughs> he, he just cracks me up.
2: I don't. I haven't figured that out.
1: <laughs> That's the, I always look and I also, I'm a, always, you know, looking for those little communication back and forth, especially when you guys play each other. So, um. Also, you guys ended up losing Taya as well last year, correct?
2: Yes. Uh,
1: so, who's going to be – who's some key players outside of yourself that we should, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, for this coming year?
2: Um, Isabella McKenzie. She actually had four goals last night, I think. So, she'll be really good at the top. And also, Gracie Burgess. She played um defense last year, so you probably – we wouldn't see her on the stat sheet from last year but she's going to try to move up to striker a little bit this year since Haley transferred and I think she'll be a good player for us too
1: so has is, is coach Watkins been there for a while I'm not familiar yeah. with okay so how's what's it like playing for coach Watkins
2: I love playing for Watkins he's good with like connecting with us on a personal level I've had him as a coach since middle school oh really I've okay Watkins yeah
1: so how how is that when it – you know, since you said you played with him since middle school, like, does that help uh, as you get older and as you get to the varsity level? Does that help with that relationship between, you know, coach-player that I, – I guess you'd like to say uh, some of – we like to call it, like, players-coach.
2: Absolutely. We love Watkins, and we're glad to play <laughs> with us.
1: So, Tori, is there any other sport that you play besides soccer?
2: I play basketball, too. um. I took a year off my freshman year, so I just started playing again last year.
1: So you guys ended up getting uh, you guys uh, on the basketball side. You guys ended up getting uh, you know your a new head coach there as well. But you actually, it's a familiar face as well.
2: Yeah, um, Coach Laughlin stepped up. He was our assistant last year.
1: Well, Tori, I'm going to ask you a couple random questions here before I okay. let you go. So just off the top of this, have you ever listened to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I like to do. Well, I don't like to do it, but Kenny always like to do this little random off the top of the wall question. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw that at you a little bit. So okay. who is the who's the who's the the person that you're closest to on the team? That is like your best to friend?
2: To, uh Bella Gregory.
1: Who?
2: Bella Gregory.
1: Bella Gregory. What year is she? She's
2: uh, she'll be a junior with me. Okay. He plays the midfield.
1: Okay. Chocolate or caramel?
2: Ooh, chocolate.
1: So you say it do you say it caramel or caramel? Carmel. all right so if you had to choose one person from your squad to be on a deserted island and you had the option of or not the option but you had the um the responsibility to make sure everybody has food for the week for uh, food and to be able to get off the island who is the one person that you trusted the most
2: oh let me think um I'm going to go with Bella on this one. Same girl, Bella Gregory.
1: All right, Bella's going to get a lot of, she's going to get a lot of, you know, pluses (laughs) and stars from this podcast. So you better make sure she listens to this. Uh, So, but Tori, uh, I appreciate you coming on here. This has been fun. And it's nice to be able to reach out to, you know, what I like to call our off sports, just to be able to, you know, get to know the person and get to know the athlete. And we hope and we wish you the best as we go on for this year. And we look forward to watching you play, okay?
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, guys, for listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We'll be right back.
0: At Back and Body Chiropractic Center, we make your pain our mission. Dr. Michael Turner and Dr. Erica Montgomery Turner have been serving Central Kentucky for 22 years. Both are avid sports fans, and enjoy keeping athletes in peak performance shape. Both are former high school and college athletes as well, so they know what it takes to maintain athletes and what they need when it comes to chiropractic care. Both doctors treat patients of all ages and enjoy helping others maintain a healthy, active lifestyle. Visit us at backandbody.net. That's b a c k n b o d y.net or call or text us at 606-787-2800 for a consultation today. Back and Body Chiropractic Center, Liberty, Kentucky.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We're joined now by the new head coach of Somerset Jumpers, Coach Clay Clevenger. Coach, how are you, sir?
3: I'm doing great. How are you all?
1: We're doing pretty good. We're joined here with Chris Hayley. He's also on here with us. Uh, you know, coach, just a little bit, uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, your playing background and, and, you know, where you came from and, you know, what got you into coaching.
3: Yeah, um you know, grew up playing football, played, um, played at Danville, was uh, fortunate enough to be a you know, part of a couple of state championships there. Um, went on and played at Carson Newman college um, and, you know, had a, had a good career there, uh, played five seasons. I redshirted my freshman year and played for um, a couple of national championships there and was fortunate enough to be an all American. And, um, you know, then, you know, I've always loved the game of football. I think I've always pretty much known I wanted to coach it since I was probably young in high school. And um, so got into the coaching ranks and coached five years in college at University of um, Cumberland. And then uh, coached a year at Lincoln County and then been a head coach since. Um, I spent six years in Henderson out in Western Kentucky and then eight at Danville and then. Uh, of course, I haven't done. I haven't been a head coach the last couple of seasons, and then got the opportunity here at Somerset this this coming year.
4: Hey, coach, <clears throat> you know you spent a year in Lincoln, and you spent the majority of your high school coaching career in Danville. Now you go to a new school in Somerset. You know, I think you kind of set out a year, if I'm correct, and then you've got this job down there. How how's it been transitioning? To a, a school down south, um, how's the community support been? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is the, your uh, administration support being? You know, with with the new school.
3: Yeah, you know, all that's been really good. Um, you know, administration has been great um, through the whole process. Um, obviously, you know, Coach Lucas and I were we were, were, we're actually pretty good friends, and so and I coached against him. I think we had, you know. 10 or 12 uh, battles you know between us and so um you know taking over for him was you know obviously bittersweet but um you know from the from the community standpoint you know they really love football here at Somerset um you know I'm I'm just now like this evening I'm coming in you know as I have a sixth grade son he they're playing a fifth sixth grade game and you know, they got 35 kids out there playing and there's kids all running around the stadium. And so just the community loves football. And, um, you know, the administration has been very supportive, um, you know, helping me get what I need and, and 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 being, you know, easy to work with from that standpoint. So, you know, now we just got to go out and, you know, develop a program and, and, and win some games.
1: How's the preseason been so far? Because I know you return a couple of key players like uh... – uh, Caden Samala and Chris and Cam Hughes. So, have, how's they how they been going so far this past, uh, preseason?
3: Yeah, you know, um, you know, have the opportunity to be good football players for us. Um, you know, Josh Bruner's back. He, you know, he was the quarterback early in the season and, and got injured. And so, um, you know, our, our skill and set, some of our seven on seven. You know, I saw some good things from us for sure. Um, but we, we're really young in some in certain spots, and so. You know, it's going to be how quick we got some freshmen and sophomores can grow up and, and, and be able to, you know, can they can they withstand and can they compete at the varsity level. And, you know, there were some good things. We, we we scrimmaged Bardstown, which is a really, really good football team, uh, last Friday. And, you know, that was a good good test for us and showed us a lot of things that we needed to work on.
1: So, uh, Coach, let's talk about your schedule a little bit here. You, uh, you opened up the season um, at Perry County Central. And then uh, you play Russell County at home that the next the first two games of the season. Uh, talk a little bit. Was you able to? Was the schedule already made out uh, before you got to uh, Somerset, or uh, did you able was you able to fill in a little bit of the of the
3: leftover there? Uh, it, Coach it was it was pretty much done, but then I was able to to come in and change it around a little bit. I, I couldn't could change it around, you know, all the way um, and whatnot. So. Um, you know, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I, I know that, you know, we didn't have a lot of returning starters on either side of the football, you know, two or three on, on either side of the ball. And we we're going to be young
2: mm-hmm. and you also
3: know going into a program and kind of having to change things that had been done, you know, not that they were doing anything wrong, but that what, you know, I was going to be coming in and putting in a new system, both sides of the football. So, um, you know, just try to get a schedule feel like you can go out and you can compete with, feel like we did that, Got some, you know, uh, local teams, t- some 12th region teams, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the schedule. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll – you know, kids will get better and improve, you know, throughout the year. And, um, you know, it'll be something that we can be competitive with.
4: All right, Coach, I got two games circled <laughs> on your schedule here. I know one, one of them. One, one of them is the Lincoln County game. It's nice to see that Somerset-Lincoln County, you know, kind of not really rivalry, but that matchup back going again. Yeah, uh, But the the main game is coaching against your your former team. Now, I, I even talked to Levi Rogers about this, you know, with the Death Valley Bowl coming up, you know, him coaching Casey County going against Lincoln County. You know, what kind of emotions are you going to have, you know, facing Danville with your new team? You know, I'm
3: sure that that week – you know, it, it's hard to say. And, and we got a long, long way to go before that, you know, that, that's, you know, week seven or eight or whatever it is. Um, you, you know, some of those kids, uh, I watched them play all the way up through youth and middle school and um, and whatnot. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be a little bittersweet, you know. Um, but, you know, I've kind of had a motto throughout my coaching career and try to live <laughs> by it and play the next play, you know, which it's, it's, it's time to move on. And, and, and play that next play and, um, you know, had some great, great memories at Danville, No, no, you know, had great kids and a lot of great families that that I coached. And, and obviously we, you know, made a run and, you know, you go undefeated and win a state championship and have a Mr. Football. Those are some pretty good times. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were able to do that. And um, I don't, I don't, there's nothing a part of, you know, I, I did what I, what I came in t- to Danville to do. And that was mm-hmm. to, revitalized the program that it had a few lean years there before I took over and we got, got it back to the state championship level, uh, program. And, um, now, now I'm ready to do that here at Somerset and, um, you know, that's the goal, that's the mission. And, um, you know, it's going to take some time. It took five years there at Danville and, you know, maybe it'll take five here, maybe not, but, but that's the plan and that's the goal Mm -hmm. that, that you're trying to get to.
1: Well, Coach, I know, I know me and Chris and, and uh, uh, we talked about on last week's episode. We mentioned that you know that I think this year probably the the most it has been the past couple of years is a lot of our teams and our region area coverage have been are playing each other a lot this year, and it gives a chance for everybody to be able to you know stay pretty much stay close uh, you know with most of their schedule, and it's, they're able to uh, you know. A lot more people are able to travel to a lot more games, but how do you feel about the uh redistricting this past year of, of KHSA? Uh, whenever you got di- you got, I think you got redistricted with Danville, I, I think so. It, is that correct? Danville, uh, Danville, Breath It and Leslie, and Leslie. Uh, yeah. You
3: no, know, it Somerset had been in the district with Danville, LCA, and yeah. uh, and Washington County, so you know, um. That's – you got probably a little bit more travel, obviously, into the mountains uh, mm-hmm. between Leslie and Breathitt. Breathitt County is a team that, you know, has won the last – you know, has won a few region championships, been yeah. in the semifinals, been knocking on the door. So, uh, they might not be the juggernaut that that LCA is at the at the current time, but they're a really, mm-hmm. really solid football uh, team and program. And, you know, Leslie County, you know, they're like a lot of districts, they uh, school districts and teams, you know. It's kind of cyclical but um, from everything I'm hearing I think they return 15 starters and I got quite a few seniors and and are you know expected to be you know a whole lot better this year so um, you know we're going to be in a competitive district no doubt about that and um, you know we got we got some good com- competitive games like you said in the area mm-hmm. that you know between Garrett and Lincoln and Russell County and um, you know th- that we're excited about playing.
1: So, is there uh, any players that stood out to you so far, so far this preseason um, that you that you would, didn't expect to? I know you're just, you're just getting new to everybody and knowing their names, but has anybody surprised you so far?
3: Yeah, you know, um, I, I feel like we've got kids that went and made some plays for us in seven on sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talked about Cam and Chris Hughes; that they're both playing slot receiver, and you see them in the backfield and. So they're kind of slash players, both of them, and um, they got great ball skills. And Caden Samala is, a, you know, he, he was with baseball a lot in the spring and, and early part of the summer, but trying to get him into football shape. But he's looked yeah. good and made plays. Um, you know, Braden McChrystal's a receiver that's been consistent for us, and and as a defensive back. So, um, you know, we've got some guys. You know, Josh Bruner is a, a young man playing QB that um, is is a very competitive guy. You know, he plays some point guard on the basketball team. He's just a – you know, he's the youngest of five. His older brother, you know, yeah. playing in the U.K. You know what I mean? He's a tough that, kid.
1: That Bruner uh, family just seems like you could, they're, they're always a Bruner somewhere in that family somewhere. Yeah.
3: And so, you know, he's just kind of a ball player. Um, we we're at a seven-on-seven, seven and – Strong safety wasn't there, so I threw him at strong safety, and I think he had, you know, at Eastern, and I think he had four or five interceptions on the day. But Jesus. I'd like to play him on defense, but, you know, he's doing a good job offensively too, so I don't want to get him hurt. But, um, you know, so we got some some pieces. You know, we got some young linemen that we need to bring along to be able to be competitive and be able to establish a run game. And I think that's probably our biggest concern right now. I feel like if we establish a run game that we got some – some receiver types and and a guy that can get them the football, um, you know we just we can't probably be a pass only type team and be successful.
4: Yeah. All right, Coach, to toot your horn a little bit. I've been talking to a few guys and uh, they kind of watched some of your seven on seven action. And the first thing that came out of their mouth was, "You better watch out for Somerset because it's not going to take, you know, like you said, it takes five years at Danville." They they said that. Somerset's coming around really quickly and you better watch by year two because with Clay being at Somerset and with what we've seen so far in two years, they're going to be a factor, a big factor. So, you know, that speaks highly on your coaching style and how you've came in and just took over the program that has had success. And, you know, moving forward, you know, what are your, what are your expectations from these guys this year?
3: Um, you know, my, my expectations don't change, you know, really for many year I've coached, and that's go out and get better every day, work hard, compete. Uh, and if you do those things, you know, scoreboard will take care of itself. And, that, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't – you might not win every game. Sometimes you might not have enough talent, but don't get beat because of effort and don't get – don't beat yourself. And so, um, you know, just getting kids to play hard and compete, and this group's really doing that. They're scrappy. Um you know, you can't you can't fast forward age. You know, if I just yeah. take a couple of these freshmen and sophomores that are going to be really good football players and make them juniors and seniors overnight to go with some of our juniors and seniors, you know, we would be really really tough right now. And it's not saying that we can't be this year. You know, if we, we but we just got some work to do as coaches to get these guys grown up and um, and expecting to be able to compete and and um, you know, but if you do that and kids are playing hard and representing the community well, then I think you're doing what you need to do as a high school coach. And uh, hopefully, you know, the winning takes care of itself at that point. You know, I'll tell you one thing that I
1: always loved about Somerset is those uniforms are always on – they're always on point every single year. And I think it's always every time football season rolls around, the bright purple and the field just always pops out to me. Uh, yeah, we
3: definitely – you know, uh, the purple's been – you know, it took <laughs> me a little bit to get used to, but I'm used to it. You know, I like that. I like the purple and the gold, and um, you know, like I told you, I got I got a sixth grader and a fourth grader, and I'm actually coming in from scrimmages tonight. And, you know, they dress them good all the way down. You know, our youth <laughs> league, they got youth league jerseys that are nicer than most high school jerseys, and so um, you know, and the gold helmets, and so you know, I like the look. Um, I'm I'm an old offensive lineman, so I'm not I'm not that guy that's. You know, been about the the the, the swag, the, dri- the drip, and the swag. <laughs> the kids would say. But, uh, but you know, I also you know, you look good, you play good, right? You know, you That's feel right. Good, you play good, so um, you know uh, we got good looking school colors, and and um, you know, obviously, I think we got the, the probably the prettiest field in the country. I think it's voted yeah. the prettiest field in the country. So. Um, you know, and they've got plans, you know, they, they've got plans to build new facilities down here and it's a football community and they love their football program.
1: Coach, I just got one more question for you real quick before I let you go here. Um, I asked this, I like to ask this a lot to some of the coaches this year and you know, when it gets to understanding their philosophy of, of coaching and stuff, if I was a new, uh, if I was a new, you know, player just coming into Somerset high school and enrolling in there and I wanted to play football, uh, you know, if me and you had a discussion about, you know, what by your expectations of me would be, what, what would be your, the conversation you'd have uh, with the player and, and what, you know, what would you tell him that this is what I'm looking for in X, Y, and Z?
3: Well, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm biased, but I think football is the greatest sport ever. I mean, it, <laughs> teaches, you, it teaches you a lot about life. You get knocked down, you got to get up, you know, mm-hmm. you can't cheat the process, um, you know, you got to work hard, in order to really be able to compete. And then you got to compete too. And so, um, you know, my message to these kids it, that I'm trying to get to come play, which I do it almost daily in school, is it, you got four years. Um, yep. You know, all these other sports, you can go to the Y, you can go to the park, you can play any other sport but football. You can't play football outside of high school unless you're able to go to college or whatnot, but you just can't go and pick it up and play rec. Uh, football and put the pads on again. and so take advantage of it. You live once, you know go have let's go have fun, let's go work hard. and uh, most of the time when if you can just get those kids out to 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 get a part of it, yeah you know I think young men they need that, right? They need that that physical activity. they need that that roughness and that and that and that you know that manliness, if you want to call it that or whatever. And um, I think once they get a taste of it, they really enjoy it. and They like it. And, it, they, you know, it becomes kind of a passion for them. So uh, that, that's kind of my message to them and give it a shot. You know, a lot of times kids are just – they have a hard time, you know, taking that sleep of faith. But once mm-hmm. they do, I think they fall in love with the game and, and fall in love with that process.
1: Well, Coach, I appreciate you, man, coming on here and talking to us a little bit about your uh, football team this past uh, couple of weeks and, and- – And I think uh, Chris Hazlett has us. uh, Hopefully, we're going to have that as a highlight game of the week between you and Danville. And I think I got everybody voting for that to be. So, uh, (laughs) I'm sure he'll bring some grippos down there for that game.
3: All right. Well, (laughs) we'll probably pop some popcorn that night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Coach. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for coming on here. And thanks, guys, for listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We'll be right
0: back. 12th Region Sports is also brought to you by these other sponsors. Tony Kidwell, Kidwell Life Insurance Agent. Serving the Bluegrass. 606-879-8295. My Town Realty in Stanford, Kentucky. Yolanda Smith has 25 years of experience. Call her today at 859-749-3009. That's My Town Realty. Nobody sells the town like My Town One-on-one Business Solutions in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Damble Bolarama in Damble, Kentucky. And Dog Watch in Mercer County. Thank you to our sponsors. You're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast.
1: All right, guys, welcome to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We are joined now by, I think, the number one star receiver for the Pulaski County Maroons. He will be this year's breakout star, I I really feel like, is Mr. Harris Denmeyer. Harris, how are you, sir? Good, good. How are you? Good, man. Hey, did I say your name right? I always said, like, I'll botch people's names. No, Harris is right. (laughs) Awesome, hey man, uh, just talk to us here a little bit, you know, about your uh, playing background. You know, where did you first pick up the football, and, and was it just something that you know you uh, picked up as uh, you know family heritage trade, or just something that you just you know picked up on your own?
5: Uh, I started at ubank Elementary, but uh,
1: I oh Eubank heard... Bank Elementary,
5: yeah 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 okay, and uh, I heard some of my buddies talking about it, and I just wanted to try it out, so I went ahead and signed up.
1: <laughs> So, it was just something that you just, out of the blue, just said, hey, you know what, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Uh, how did, how did to get to the point where you just started hitting? Uh <laughs> you like it when you first started hitting?
5: Um, Yeah, kind of, but I was originally an O-lineman, so
1: I just – Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's that. So, has as a wide receiver been your, your position all the way through high school?
5: Uh, Yeah, I was a running back and well, I mean, I transferred or changed to a running back the year after that. I don't, okay. I don't know, I guess I just got skinnier, I don't know. But I've <laughs> been yeah, I've been a wide receiver all through high school. So
1: You got a little speed to you too, so that helps. Yeah. Um, so, you know, last year, come, speaking a little bit about last year, you guys had a pretty good season last year. You lost, you know, probably one of the best receivers that we've ever seen come through the 12th region in, in um, Chandler Gobby. But, you know, talk to a little bit about uh, what the transition's been like for you from last season, knowing that coming into this year and this season, you're pretty much gonna be you know the lead returning receiver with you know the most experience
5: well i feel like uh i have to be more of a leader now, and um i've been getting the ball a lot more than before
1: obviously, but yeah, i've been seeing some of those seven on sevens yeah
5: i've had to i've had to like i've had to, uh, i trained a lot harder this off season than last for sure too. 'Cause we, we had Barrett too, but he got hurt, so
1: yeah, yeah, I, was, I know Barrett I he did, but growth. he didn't play all the way. He did he he didn't play the whole season last year, did he?
5: No, he got hurt in our second scrimmage. He dislocated his elbow and just was done after
1: that. That's right, yeah, because I remember he came back for basketball. But um, so you know, has has you have you seen the the defenses, you know, as you've seen the seven on seven? I know a lot of times, you know, seven on seven, you don't really get much out of the defense, but have you seen so far, you know, in this preseason you know the defense has changed knowing that you know you're pretty much uh you know the go-to guy right now for Plastic County.
5: Well, I know I know our defense does, but um <laughs> Bell County, I don't think Bell County was uh, really expecting it too much, but they they just they just played me one on whatever. One well, one. Any
1: t- Anytime you go down to Log Mountain, it's always it's always hectic anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Talk to us a little bit about you know some of the players you got coming back this year. I know, uh, well, you know, you got a new quarterback in Zach Anderson. Is that right? Yeah, he's going to be taking over the the quarterback spot for you guys. And is there anybody else who has stood out? Uh, you know, from as a, on the player side that you know you were didn't expect to stand out this early.
5: Well, I I mean I didn't really think because Zach Zach just started playing quarterback again.
1: Yeah, he, he was wide receiver played, last year, right? Uh, yeah, he played tight end. Tight end, okay. But
5: yeah, I mean, I think it helps that he had some a little bit of varsity. Um but uh Ethan Ottawa, he's he's really good. He I think his name, his
1: name popped up a lot when when we were getting names for our preseason watch list.
5: Yeah, so. he he's improved a lot this season and uh Trey Hornsby, he he's lost a few pounds and he's he's been playing a lot better too. So
1: um So what's it like uh playing for Coach Hines? I know he's one of the most you know, I don't. I haven't seen him personally, and I know Kenny and and Lee got a chance to meet him a little bit, but he seems like he's just one of the most energetic coaches and just you know hard nosed coaches to play for here in the region.
5: Oh uh, yeah, he is. He he always has some energy. He's up at four working out normally, so I mean, he's tweeting and all that. But uh, yeah, he's fun, and I mean he's an old timer, but <laughs> he's he's still fun to be be around and.
1: He he's an old timer. I might. You you should I edit that part out, or should I just go with, uh, roll with
5: it. <laughs> I don't know. You decide.
1: <laughs> I won't let that one stay in there. But uh, so Harris, uh, talk to us a little bit about how the past couple of weeks has been. You know, uh, from your preseason leading into. I know next week you guys are actually kicking off your first, uh, your first uh, game of the season. So uh, talk to us a little bit about what that preparation's been like for you.
5: Well, we've uh, we got poxville, so um, we've been we've been kind of you know more like preparing for them mm-hmm. but uh we still prepare for our scrimmages and uh i was we went to camp last week but i was hurt for a little bit of that i hurt my ankle a little bit so but um what,
1: what camp but, did you guys what camp do you guys go to oh uh, we went to lindsey wilson lindsey wilson camp, okay yeah gotcha so it's been going pretty well so far the yeah, couple yeah, weeks
5: pretty well yeah we've, we've We've only had like one fight, so
1: <laughs> wait—that's that's that's uh that's less than what some people have had so far. Yeah. I've heard so. Uh, it's common a lot. And you said your first your first game of the season is against uh, Pike. Who'd you say it was against? Pikeville. Pikeville. Yep. Pikeville. Okay. Where's that game at? It's at uh, the Cumberland's. Looking at your schedule, you guys um, you guys are actually start out uh scrimmaging. You scrimmage Bell County, then you scrimmage in Knox County, Knox Central. I think you're just scrimmage on Friday, right? Yep, we do. You are at it's at Barberville, then you guys yep. start at Pikeville. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a long ride there for you guys going to Pikeville. Um, have you played them before?
5: Uh, I, yeah, no, I've never. But the kids that are like, um, the grade below us, yeah, they 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 all played middle school with all of them.
1: So It seems like a lot of you know Eastern Kentucky schools and the Southern deep Southern schools are always they always pretty much have that smash mouth football type where it's just run, run, run. But it seems like you guys like to pass the ball a lot. Has that been something that Coach Hines, you know, has Is that been his philosophy over the over the years he's been there? Or is it just something that, uh, you know, he just saw that, hey, I got a lot of studs out here. I'm just going to – I'm going to learn to throw the ball.
5: Uh, I'm I'm pretty positive. That's all he's always done. He's had Jake Johnson, Jake Sloan, Chandler. I mean, he's just – he's had a lot of great receivers. But I think that's just how he is. He likes to pass the ball.
1: Well, uh, tell us a little, something a little bit about yourself. Like, is there something that, uh, you know, that not a lot of people know about you? Um, you know, is there a different sport? You play any other sport besides football? Uh, I run a little bit of track. Okay. So yeah. you're, you track in football. Okay. Uh, you like, you like play video games or you just want, are you one of those that you're, you're a Taylor Swift, you know, By the way, speaking of that, who's, who's the person that went on the prep series and said that they got hyped up to like Miley Cyrus? Oh, that was me. That was you? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me ask you about that. So, did you – whenever that came out, did you get a lot of people saying, dude, do you listen to Miley Cyrus? Uh,
5: No. Did you get get a lot of grief because of that? No, I didn't. A few people on the team listened to her a little bit. Okay. Okay that's okay that's interesting
1: I I said if I ever got a chance to find out who that was I'll, I'm definitely going to ask him about it so all right <laughs> well I, I nothing wrong with that man I mean you know when I was in high school I ended up getting you know hyped up to Motley crew. so Harris man we appreciate you man coming on here for the last couple of minutes and you know uh good luck to you for the rest of the season and we look forward to getting out there and watching you guys play here in the next couple of weeks all right uh, thank you yes sir thanks guys for listening to the 12th region sports podcast we'll